Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons Jeff and Paige Orton and Joshua and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Angel Nablah, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. Before we get started, just a little reminder, this episode brings us to the second half of a very special postcard series. This set of postcards I purchased at an antique store are all to or from a single family. To keep their anonymity, I've changed some of the details of the postcards, but this has been a fun way to experience a park with one family over the 1960s and 1970s versions of Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Mad Tea Party at the center of Fantasyland. In the background, you can see Dumbo the Flying Elephant and the Fantasyland Theater. And if you look closely, you can see the stern of the Chicken of the Sea pirate ship and a couple of Skyway gondolas heading in and out of the Fantasyland chalet. On the back, it reads, Mad Hatter's Tea Party. Spinning cups and saucers delight guests as they take a ride at the Mad Hatter's Tea Party in Fantasyland, home of Snow White, Mr. Toad, Casey Jr., Alice in Wonderland, and many others. It's postmarked October 12, 1974, with an Anaheim cancel and an 8-cent Eisenhower postage stamp, Scott number 1394. I assume they visit the park on Friday, October 11, 1974, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 74 and a low of 58. It's addressed to Claire Harris of Los Angeles, California. It reads, 10-12-74. Dear Claire, Having a wonderful time. How about you? We didn't get on the teacups. Next time. Love, Daddy, and Mom. In October of 1974, there was a change to the Santa Fe and Disneyland Railroad. The change occurred during the two days that Disneyland was closed. During the off-peak season, the park was closed Mondays and Tuesdays. This change happened because the sponsorship by the Santa Fe Railroad ended. In 1955, Walt contacted the Santa Fe Railroad Company to be a sponsor for the park. This was a prime sponsorship, as the Disneyland Railroad was the first attraction guests saw when entering Disneyland. The first four train engines were named after prominent Santa Fe Railroad executives. The company was expanding its passenger lines in the mid-50s, but by the early 70s, they sold their passenger lines to Amtrak and focused on freight. There was one Santa Fe executive in 1974 who wanted to keep the name and sponsorship in Disneyland, and other executives wanted a larger footprint in Tomorrowland, showing how Santa Fe was the train of the future. There was also discussions about having a special car added to the train for VIPs and would be used by the company for publicity. In the end, Santa Fe pulled out of the negotiations and Disneyland tried to bill them 
for the removal of the Santa Fe branding around the park. The original contract did not specify who was responsible for the removal of the branding. Even today, if you look around the stations and along the Disneyland Railroad tracks, you can still see some Santa Fe Easter eggs. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has Tom Sawyer Island, with the Becky Thatcher raft heading towards the island, filled with guests. In the background, you can see the Matterhorn and the Golden Horseshoe Saloon. On the back it reads, Tom Sawyer's Island. Log rafts transport fun-seeking youngsters of all ages to Tom Sawyer's Island in Frontierland, where fishing, climbing, and exploring can be enjoyed. It's postmarked October 25, 1975, with a Modesto cancel, and a 10-cent We Hold These Truths Jefferson Memorial postage stamp, Scott number 1510. Let's assume they visit the park on Thursday, October 24, 1975, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 75 and a low of 55. It's addressed to Claire Harris of Los Angeles, California. It reads, 102574. This is not slow mail, but rather a memory test. Can you tell me where this picture was taken without looking at the Disneyland label? I didn't think you could. Well, imagine it was taken in Disneyland. Oh, did you guess right? Love, Mom and Dad. The family obviously saved this postcard and sent it well after being at the park earlier in the month. A few fun things I noticed while looking at this postcard were the changes to Tom Sawyer Island over the years. The big change happened in the early 90s when Fantasmic was added to the Rivers of America. The front of the island at the time of this postcard was far wilder, but you can still see the house with the water wheel and the island's treehouse. Another fun detail are the cast members' costumes. One cast member on the dock is wearing a long-sleeved red shirt with high-waisted jeans and suspenders, while cast members on the raft have plaid or flannel-style shirts with jeans. Also, one of the cast members is on the outside of the railing of the raft, something that's probably not allowed today for safety reasons. Finally on the postcard are the little details of being able to see both the Matterhorn and Sleeping Beauty Castle in the far distance. While looking at Disneyland in October of 74, three of the four weeks included events attempting to attract more guests to the park. The first weekend had the Festival Panamericano. The second week included Senior Citizen Days on Wednesday through Friday. The final weekend had an event called Yankee Doodle Dandy Weekend. This was also Veterans Day weekend. During most of the 1970s, Veterans Day was moved from November 11th to the fourth Monday by the Uniform Monday Holiday Act, which I recently mentioned on episode 219 of this podcast. Veterans Day was moved back to November 11th by 1978. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. 
Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a giant cactus crashing the backside of a brown Ford sedan. In the background, you can see a strip mall, and in the upper right-hand corner, it reads Arizona. On the back, it reads Arizona, the saguaro cactus, found in deserts of Arizona, can weigh approximately 100 pounds per foot. This cactus weighed 10,000 pounds. It's postmarked August 17th, 2023, with a Los Angeles cancel and a brain coral with moray eel forever postcard postage stamp, Scott number 5364. It reads, Purchased from Sky Harbor, again, sent from LA, due to lack of stamps. I'll get better about this, Jamie. Thank you so much for the postcard, Jamie. I've held on to this postcard for a while, so I could send people over to your Instagram. Go and check out Jamal Fox, J-A-M-A-L-F-O-X, on Instagram. Jamie sends out mail from Disneyland throughout the year. Right now, she's working on sending her holiday mail. She also started a new Instagram called Disney and Pop Culture. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be helpful to share your favorite episode to a friend or on social media. There are over 200 to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.